Welcome to How My Country Works with your host, Stephen O'Shea, the podcast that rummages around the hoarder's basement of the global political system and pulls out the insightful gems hidden way at the back. Each episode, we'll be working alphabetically through different countries' politics, so you can show off to your friends and maybe gain a slightly better understanding of just how those countries work. However, sometimes systems of government change quite dramatically and are worth a revisit, and that is most definitely seemingly the case this week. And so with this in mind, we'll be looking to do a bonus episode to help fill you in. And next up, it's Afghanistan. And what exactly is an Islamic Emirate? A few months ago, I started this podcast as a way for people to get a brief overview and understanding of how different countries work. That way, when they read about those countries in the news, they would have some context for what was happening. This has never felt more relevant than right now and what's going on in Afghanistan. The first country in the world alphabetically is Afghanistan, and so that's exactly where this podcast started. For those who haven't listened to that episode, I'd recommend going back to listen to it as it explores in a lot more detail around the broader history and political setup of the country with a renowned expert, Professor Thomas Barfield, whereas this bonus episode will just speak to much more modern and relevant events. The democratically elected government of Afghanistan has recently collapsed after the withdrawal of Western military troops and sustained military pressure from the Taliban, a group now seeking to rule the country and establish what they describe as an Islamic emirate of Afghanistan. But how did this situation get here? The Taliban, or students in English, were formed out of fighters who succeeded in driving out the Soviet Union from Afghanistan in 1989. The group then fought with others and regional warlords for control over the country eventually emerging victorious in 1996. They then sought to impose strict Islamic law in much of the country, though they failed to ever gain 100% control of all the territory. These strict laws involved barring women from working or studying, public executions and floggings, the banning of many Western books and films, and the destroying of many cultural artifacts. However, many Western states refused to recognize the Taliban as legitimate rulers of the country, given how they came to power. Then, after the 9-11 terrorist attacks in 2001 on the US that killed almost 3,000 people, America identified al-Qaeda as the group responsible, Osama bin Laden as their leader, and Afghanistan as their base. The Taliban refused to give up al-Qaeda and its leadership, and so the United States deemed them to be harboring terrorists and invaded with many NATO and Western allies. They quickly ousted the Taliban from power due to the West's superior military weight, but couldn't defeat the group entirely, and over the next 20 years fought a guerrilla war against them with varying degrees of success. The US invasion and subsequent fighting has led to an estimated 170,000 deaths, but over the last two decades, they have secured notable control over most of the towns and cities and introduced democracy to the country, along with other ideals such as educating women and allowing a greater degree of freedom in different aspects of life. Despite these efforts, the constant turmoil in much of the country and huge corruption amongst government figures meant that Afghanistan remained one of the poorest countries in the world. This meant that despite billions in investment in infrastructure and military training in much of the country, the armed forces and civilians had little love for their government and without Western help saw a Taliban takeover as inevitable. Hence the relatively bloodless and quick takeover of much of the country in recent weeks. The Taliban and their main leaders, or mullahs, having secured the capital of Kabul, will now most likely look to reassert its power and control over the country and introduce the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan, which was previously eradicated in 2001. 
This will undoubtedly mean stricter rules around religion, the press, women's rights, and day-to-day life for much of Afghanistan's people. And sadly, leave the country with almost 40 million people even poorer and impoverished than they have already been. Hence many people's desperate desires and pleas to escape the country. Well, hopefully that gives you a bit of an idea around exactly what is happening in Afghanistan and the anticipated changes to the governmental system. We're on a break this week, preparing for the new season, but we'll be back soon with more bonus episodes and the first country beginning with the letter B, the Bahamas. As always, please do rate us on your podcast app and recommend us to any friends that have a hankering for political knowledge. Follow us on Instagram for extra insights and facts. And there you can message us around anything else you'd like to know about different countries, systems, or any other concepts that crop up in the episodes. See you next time. And remember to keep asking how my country works.